Join the revolution. Fuck it. The fuck it button is the power button. Everyone has a fuck it button, but no two fuck it buttons are the same. Say no to fear, overthinking, shame and judgment. Life is short. Fuck it. This podcast explores when guests have, wish they had, would and could press their fuck it button. I'm Zoe Lem and this is the Fuck It Button. Lou Featherstone, aka Lou and Luland, is a self-love advocate who is embracing midlife menopause and growing old with attitude, fuckitude, and a big dose of irony. UK-born, she moved to America eight and a half years ago, Portland to be precise, with her son and then husband to begin a life of adventures and a new lifestyle after many years of being happy and facing challenges. She returned to the UK in 2022 following an epic journey of voyage around America in an old converted bus on a self-love tour of joy. With a now-grown son and an ex-husband and a mission to use her creativity, her learnings and her passion to inspire, empower and enable women everywhere to take ownership of their own power, femininity, sexuality and strength and celebrate their own journey any way that brings them joy. Welcome to the podcast, Lou. <laughs> wow, what an introduction. I know. Did that sound like you? Gets a bit overwhelming, actually. It's really funny. I had a call from Boots magazine, uh, Health yeah. and Beauty magazine, at the end of last year. And I'd done an interview with them in the summer, and I'd kind of half forgotten about it. But they called and they said, oh, you're one of our brave women for 2023. Um, can we just read the article back to you? And I was like, yeah, yeah. So they read it back to me, and I burst into tears. So they, they were like, oh, no, we upset you. And I said, no, it's just really <laughs> overwhelming. You're reading back to me what I've done in oh, the no, last made year. made cry already. Oh, no. <laughs> they were worried as I was, I was upset and I did the same this week I've got a big event at Birmingham Ballroom next weekend and yeah. I went down this week to do some promo stuff and um they presented the the plans and um the, the program and I just burst into tears and everyone's looking really worried and I'm like you don't understand like <laughs> this is so huge for me it's so exciting yeah. I'm so grateful that you want to do this and help spread why, the message. Why does it? Why does it feel surprising that people want to take a punt on you and that they see you? Do, do you see yourself as brave or this title? No, that right? no. <laughs> do, I mean, I think that um, we're going to go into a lot of the different bits of your journey and story, and I, I'm sure many fuck it button button moments. But I just we don't start off like from childhood, where I like to start is understanding what makes you tick. Okay. So I'm just going to ask you, first of all, because it's going to help us to contextualise all of this, um, <laughs> I think, um, and ask you what brings you joy, first of all, Lee. Life brings me joy. People, yeah, experiences, people, I think. Yep. Just like every day I've learned massively to just embrace every day. Yeah, I look for the positives in every day. And I think I've always done that. I was raised like that. My mum was just, you know, listen to the birds singing, you know, things like yeah. that. And I, so I was raised with sort of tuned into that kind of vibe, if you like. And then I yeah. think um, with Instagram, because I would share my, I share things that are just normal everyday things to me, but they, and I, you know, they inspire other people. So then it inspires me to think what I'm going to do next. What can I offer next? What am I, yeah. you know, it took me a long time to find my voice and find what I wanted to talk about. It's interesting. I first uh, was trying to build um, a thing around the styling and the business, uh, you know, I was trying to build a styling business and my voice on Instagram around that. But I couldn't speak. I was really reluctant to speak. I didn't feel yeah. like I had anything to offer or anything to talk about. And then as I moved more into empowering women and into the self-love revolution, I found my voice and now I can't shut up. Well, do you think, because it's interesting, because I mean, I was a stylist for like 25 years and I was good at it. And I trained in fashion design and, and I did lots of big jobs and 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 I guess kind of had no reason to feel on any level inauthentic or impostery about it because I fucking worked hard. 
but it's strange like you've said I kind of I felt like I was trying to fit into something else that existed and my journey has felt similar that like until I was like with the fuck it button and all the things I'm doing now now it's me which is really exposing but nowhere to hide and no one's compared to because no one's you so for you is it yeah so is is it is it an element of that that like kind of it's hard to but once you really get who you are and and your purpose I guess you it feels I think once I found yeah. once I felt confidence in what I was saying I was like no yeah. this is this is this is what it is and it's hard when you're creating a business out of being yourself yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're constantly like really this is just I'm a twat I don't think anyone's noticed <laughs> I'm actually just a twat <laughs> yeah, but, but do you know what I think that you say or has anyone not realized the beauty of it is everyone's a twat. Like, yes, you know, right, and I but think I'm that's prepared to say I'm a twat. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. Helps people, so I'm like, that's brilliant because it helps me too. So it's well, no one's perfect, like... are they? I think this. I think there's always like this idea of what's the perfect scenario. Expectations are the killer of everything, every relationship and every situation. So if you mm-hmm. kind of just have an understanding, and I guess, so do you think that this sort of level of understanding of who you are and where you've got to and finding your voice has that come from age from circumstance through life events or a combination of all all of them really I would say I've gone after it um you know I did the non-shopping I did a non-shopping project like 11 years ago um I was chronically in debt trying to sort out my spending habits and I gave up shopping for a year to try and get myself in check and I did it and I mm. it was the first time when I finished it I was 42 years old and I felt proud of myself it was the first time I'd ever felt proud of myself and I was like yeah that feeling confidence and for the first time yeah, in my yeah. life I was like I could be really good at doing something but I just need to figure out what it was and I just and then it took me ages to figure out what it was I you know yeah. I've done all sorts of things I had a huge privilege of moving to America that was you know and I do see it as a huge privilege my husband had a fabulous job offer and off we went and you know we went for adventure and yeah to spend more time together not necessarily to end up coming home alone and bored. <laughs> but you know I've yeah um, well you just that... you just don't really know where life's going to take you do you there's a purpose no. and a reason for everything it's just you don't always know it at the time do you it's and I had this huge incredible gift of a year where I couldn't work so we arrive yeah. in America. My husband has to, my then husband had to throw himself into his job and try and prove himself. You know, they don't fly you over lightly. It was a big old no. job. Barely saw him that first year and I wasn't working. So I started a hike squad and started climbing mountains and joined CrossFit and got fucking fit. And at the same time, was just, you know, my son was doing super well and it was a great move for him. He was finding his confidence. The Americans are just like, they breed a confidence in their yeah, yeah. school. It's like the opposite it, of the Brits, really, isn't it? It's kind of yeah, like... Yeah, and like, and we all, I think the outside world, Americans are fascinated as to what they look like from the outside world. So you're like, well, yeah. you do come across... it. People see it as an arrogance, but actually when you're living in it, it's a confidence that as yeah. Brits makes us bristle. Like, oh, is it quite infectious? Do you did you find it quite infectious? Oh, like, completely. Like yeah. CrossFit, you know, they they no one goes home till the last person finishes. Everyone's clapping the last person. Like it is just everyone's like, hell yeah, have a nice day. I like your outfit. Like people talk to you. It's just yeah, yeah. like and also here's the thing, right? So here's the I use this example a lot but say you come up with a really like mad business plan I don't know like I don't know I'm going to buy a really ramshackled old vintage bus and I'm going to drive it around the yeah. country and preach about masturbation and self-love the British if you said it in a pub the British people would go well have you seen the price of fuel I mean I, I and they'll give you 10 reasons why you shouldn't do it I did that in America and 32 people gave me money for the mission you see, I th- I I think that I'm probably mentally over there because I what I find is like you do that, and I was come. I've always I've always been a series of mad ideas, and like opened a shop whilst pregnant, da 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 da, all these different things. But then you are faced, and I have it at home as well, faced with the potential negativity around things. And you can be quite determined. It just takes so much more strength, doesn't it? So you can mm-hmm. push through and still do stuff. But I guess I can only imagine, I've not lived, I've obviously been to lots of places, but not lived there, that that idea of that sort of, 
Well, that's the American from dream, everyone. Right? It's, yeah, it's, that's, that's the American it must dream, be the amazing. Yeah. On the flip side of that, if you're an entrepreneur and you're white and you're privileged, yeah. then great, go for your American yeah, yeah. dream. But yeah. The flip side of that is the feeling that you're left with when you realize that that only counts for a very small population for that to yeah, be a reality. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, the disparity between those who have and have not there is just too huge for me. Yeah. But as, yeah. an, as an entrepreneur and a hustler, everyone's yeah, yeah. like, prefer. when I've been, when I got there, I trained as a CrossFit. The CrossFit gym said train as a CrossFit coach. I trained as a CrossFit coach. I trained as a track and field and cross country coach for middle school. Yeah. I did a pop-up British tea parties. Um, then what did I do? Then I started doing Lou and New Lands Vintage Shopping Tours of Portland. I did private styling um, jobs. And then I started Lou and New Land Rent My Wardrobe. And then I crowdfunded a bus and got sponsors for a tour around the whole of America. Yeah. In the eight years we were there. I like yeah, yeah. just just keep going, just keep going, just keep going and see what happens. And it's just... Yeah. So did that in- so going what what were if we'd met you um 10, 15 years ago before all of this? So the so the version of you we see now of this sort of confident, enigmatic, kind of um dynamic character, who who would we have met 10, 15 years ago? Would it would the what were you doing and and what would what would be the difference or and, and what would you maybe say to that version of you now you know all of this of what's possible? I mean, I think I'm quite, I mean, I think all women are quite adept. We have so many series, we have so many chapters in our lives, right? I yeah, yeah. Really, I have really distinct chapters. There was the Vicar's Daughter chapter. There was my wild 20s, which were just brilliant. I was just slept with anyone. If you looked at me, I'd have slept with you. Um, <laughs> fuck it. I had the best time. I was roaming the world, just going to change the world, Um and then my 30s, I got married and settled down and had my son and was blissfully happy. I wasn't. I hated being pregnant. Childbirth was awful. I had two natals, two years of postnatal depression. Yeah. Um, but then as soon as Oscar could kind of argue back, we sort of got on a bit better. And um, I was chair of the PTA. I ran a large family festival in Brighton that's still going today. I started the family the school camp phenomenon. Was I started that trend. Um my husband had a fancy swanky job in London and earned a fortune and I worked for social services uh, as a family support worker. So where children were about to be removed and put into care, I'd go and work in the family homes and try and help them build some routine and cook food and get the kids to school clean on time. Um, and I fucking loved that job and I was great at it. And it was, um, yeah, it was good times. We had a great camper van. Do you uh, think that this side of you that is now on an, on another mission to help people and inspire and educate and empower people, do you, I mean, it, it seems that maybe that, as you said, maybe from family has always been there and this is now where you've connected you with potential. And the world, I mean, one thing I feel is that in a sort of fortuitous way, I feel like the world has come more to my way of thinking that I've kind of, always had and like the pandemic in one way was a gift that now everyone thought anything was possible and they were fucked and so they were like the entrepreneur thing and they and then they care about sustainability and and mm-hmm. now it's and and you know and everyone's now talking about EQ as much as IQ and you mm-hmm. know and like I'm like oh okay so you've arrived back here then have you and now we can mm-hmm. have a conversation I'm like I've not changed but you so is it you know is there an element of that fortuitous element of the world of where it's got to and it and, and as you say, it's kind of deep rooted, but it seems that there's obviously a pattern of wanting to really help people. And there's always been like, when I left school, I think obviously growing up, my dad was a vicar. My mum was a probation officer. She worked with paedophiles. Um, mm. That was her speciality subject. Um, so I grew up with a bunch of do-gooders, one. Um yeah. I wanted to go into social work initially. And in those days, back in those days, you couldn't go straight into social work at 21. You could, you had to be 21 to do the degree. So when I finished my A-levels, they sent me off to go and get some experience. So I started working with troubled youth. I was out in Berlin for a year, working with British forces kids out there um, who were based out there with their families. Then I did Club 18 to 30 for a couple of years. Mm. Um, but life has always, I've always known that it was more there was more to it than me. So then yeah. it was the PTA and then it was building the festival and I started camp, the Camp Davidor. Then I turned into Featherfest. 
it's always been about bringing people together and sharing yeah. that. Um, and what does just, that feel like for you? What does that what's that feeling? That's, that's my. Is happiness. that the joy? Is that the that's is that the joy? joy? That's the joy. Like yeah. if I do something really good, I'm like, I want everyone to do it. I want everyone to do it. Come on, we're yeah, all yeah. doing it next time. Yeah. Um. So is is any of that idea of sharing that joy? You said that you come from a family of do-gooders. Um, and there's that idea of, is there a, is there anything in that that kind of it, it feels that you, I don't know, that you need to be able to share it. You can't keep it just for you, any of it. Or is is there any side of that idea of needing to share that joy? Or is that just, a, that just comes from caring, caring? I don't know. Side? I just want everyone to have a good time. I yeah. Can't, you know, and then. I've just I found such a strength in I mean building the community and like yeah. I see it so much the world of yeah. yeah and I get so much strength from seeing people connecting through that and like pulling people together and I get so much strength out of sharing my shit with everybody I get back yeah. way more everyone's like yeah, so yeah, yeah. and I'm like no, yeah. no 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 I get way more back from you yeah, yeah. than I could ever give you yeah. But the comments that come back to me then in turn help other people as well. Yeah, of and, course, of course. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm not a, I don't love, I, you know, when I read, oh my God, you're amazing. I sometimes I'm like, I just, I don't need re- comments Validation. telling me how no. ace I am. But the comment in there where it's, I've changed someone's life or the way they yeah, thought. My, the difference. Could, I literally last night, I was actually, I was had so many amazing DMs lately. I was compiling them to put them out. And then mm. I was thinking, does everybody think that's going to be really arrogant of me? She's then p- posting these messages. But what I want to do is show how important it is that we connect with each other. And that's the most yeah. important thing, right? So that's how I ended up doing the tour. So yeah. loads of people open up. Because I share such personal stuff and very openly yeah. and honestly, it means people, I want to connect with people. Feel comfortable I want people doing to know it. they're not yeah. alone. Yeah. And then we're all a twat and we're all struggling. And, yeah. you know, if I can say this is how I'm handling it and it gives somebody an, a way of getting out of it. It's enabling, isn't it? It's that idea of enabling, isn't it? It's, yeah. Um, but I think, um, to initially, I was like, it's quite sad that all these strangers will say these things to me. Like, they don't really know me. And then I was like, But no, it just shows the need, doesn't it, for people to be able to be heard. Offering people a space. I always say, if you, open, yeah. if you, have, if you open a space, people will come. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and they do. And they came in droves during lockdown when I sort of switched. I was still doing loads of styling stuff because that's just part of who I am and what I do. I use that as a, a tool to draw people in, um, yeah. be it online or on the street or with my bus. You know, I yeah. I use that to create an energy to so people feel drawn in. And so then when I was on the tour, the idea was that I would... I realised actually that people find it sometimes easier to talk to a stranger and also find it incredibly hard to connect to people. And we find each other online. Women, yeah. I think marginalised groups, particularly the internet, we found each yeah. other and we've started conversations that are changing people's lives. Yeah. Um, I take it as a tremendous responsibility and privilege to be in a position where I have all these people. My dad's like, it's fucking ridiculous. I'm, he's a vicar. <laughs> I was like, could you get 61,000 people in church on Sunday morning? Could yeah. You, how would you well, I, I, do, I do think this is the thing, isn't it? And it's this whole idea. You said, or oh, is it egoy to be putting out these comments? But I think the one thing I sort of, I guess, realise or, or feel is that it's all about intention. So if you're putting them out there because you're trying to have an impact on people or help people, if the intention's right, actually, if it's taken a different way, that's not your fucking problem. Like you have to let go of it almost at that point. But it's intention. If you're doing it for the right reasons, I then think so. I think intentions so. where it's, it's even with religion. I mean, I on this whole journey of self-discovery and and full. I mean, I went into full on what's the meaning of life and I was brought up religious and it's this whole idea of, and it's, you know, if people are only religious because they want to get their seat in heaven, it's the wrong bloody intention, isn't it? But if right. they're doing it because they actually want to help people and give a shit, right intention, whether it's universe, God, and mm-hmm. whatever, it's intention, isn't it? It's the kind power, of just... The power and the magic of a group of people uh, gathered together with common purpose, right? So that could be religion. It yeah. could be hiking up a mountain together. It's a girls' fucking weekend. There's nothing better yeah, than yeah. a girls' weekend. Yeah. And only the girls that were there that weekend, there's nothing worse than you when you can't go to the girls' weekend and your gang's going. Like, yeah, yeah. 
is nothing worse because you know that they're going to talk about it forever. They'll all have this connection. They'll all Great laugh memories. about yeah. hot dude who was the waiter. For them. I don't know. It's just that that yeah, moment yeah. in time that you share together, and yeah. um, that's where the power is, right? And so yeah, that's yeah. kind of so it's harnessing that and realizing. So on the flip side of that, um, and I can see the joy and passion. Well, I can see because I'm on Zoom. No one else, unfortunately, at this stage can see it. But <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> but they can hear the joy and passion. On the other side of that, what brings you stress and anxiety? Uh, myself. <laughs> yeah. My own head. Um, yeah. Well, it's, that's a very um, powerful place, isn't it? For all of us. Yeah. Oh, boy. You can talk yourself out of anything. You can convince yourself yeah, yeah. of anything, aren't you? I've become very good at convincing myself. I, you know, I have really, I started really properly talking to myself in the bus while I was driving. Sometimes yeah. if I was lonely, often if I was like really stressed, I just have to literally talk myself through it. And I yeah. actually, ironically, I called the bus after mum who had died just uh, as I did yeah. the bus. And, um, it, and I, I wasn't sure if it was the right name for her. It sort of felt like it was, but then actually it was so lovely because everywhere I went, people were like, what's she called? I'd be like, Susie's named after my mum, so I get to talk about mum all the time. Yeah, yeah. And she was present with me all the, the time. storytelling. Yeah, no, that's yeah. It's a really nice. Yeah, it's a, it's a connection and a, and it, you know, it, it, it's sort of bringing her spirit into a new part of your life, isn't it? I started doing these chats to Susie and I was just off, you know, just me and her trying to not for Instagram I think it was like just chatting away talking <laughs> but I found that I really have to talk myself through so for example I know if I if I'm having a spell where I'm really struggling to find the sunshine because we all have those days yeah, yeah absolutely cover over you know you can't be superwoman days. every day we try but you can <laughs> and I have a list I know go to your list and it's a, it's a list of things that I know will make me feel better yeah. get in the wardrobe do get dressed with and I go for a walk make a cup of tea go and walk you know it usually involves walking mainly to be fair um but I have to physically have a piece of paper to read to myself to remind myself constantly have you sometimes. always had that that's very good that you've got that because I think we're not not everyone is brilliant at getting to know themselves are they and I think that yeah. idea of having that utter honesty that's something that it's not always an age thing, but like that um, and utter honesty with yourself to know that. And actually denial within yourself is fucking like more paralyzing than anything, isn't it? Like that's I mean, I'm always saying, you know, stop getting in your own way. Always yeah, yeah. getting in your own yeah. way. Even if it's someone yeah. that's done you wrong. Yeah. You can't change that. You can't no, no. change them. No. You can't change their reaction to that. What you can change is how you react to it, right? Yeah, and for absolutely. me, that's who you are in life. It yeah, happens absolutely. to everybody. It happens to yeah. all of us. Yeah, yeah. Who you are is how you show up for the shit that you will inevitably get. Yeah. And do you say, fuck it? Yeah. Fuck it. I'm making a decision for me now that I will yeah. look at that relationship. And what yeah. I will remember from that was a really good time. I'm going to force myself, yeah. even though I fucking hate you and you're tearing my life apart now. Yeah. I'm going to remember a good bit and then the rest of it I've got to let that go. Yeah. And I have to focus in on that. And it's really hard. And it is hard. But I, and I've learned. Has I've that something learned. you've had to look like? Have you always been able to do that, or has that been a latter skill? My mum was my again. I'm so much in the last couple of years um, mm. as I've gone through this journey of mostly fear. Everyone's every time you tell me I'm brave, I'm mm. fucking terrified, like genuinely yeah. scared. But I've learned that that and excitement are pretty much the same thing. Well, they're exactly the same feeling. You just have I to tell yourself it's now, the other opposite. I've like so far down my journey right now I'm like if something bad's happening or I'm something's really bad I get quite excited because I'm like oh no I do something good's coming oh no I do what you meant to learn something well I so you start to look for it it's good yeah yeah it's great and it's it's, I mean yeah I I, I'm utterly 100% with you on that it's um I had a meeting with work I've I for the first time ever in 47 years have taken a job part as a course director and doing the same thing for the inspiring these university students in fa- fashion and we had this big meeting this week and they were like this is going to be scary it's validation it's going to be really bad I'm like brilliant I love those like I hope they ask loads of challenging questions and they were really nice and said yeah fine that's brilliant I'm like oh, I was really disappointed that it was too easy and we've talked about this before with other guests that have had quite a lot of challenges through their life um 
even Stuart Cookie Man, a friend that was on earlier in the series. And we've talked about it, that when you're so used to challenges coming your way, it just becomes really comfortable and you know the learnings that come with it. And you know that because you've got that strength and actually it's like a phoenix. I mean, I kind of like, I'm the same. I'm like, okay, this got a bit of shit. I'm like, yeah, but that's brilliant because it means I know that I'm going to, I've got to do that to get to the next bit. It's like the next. And we talked about this whole idea that if you, I don't know what you think, if you get so used to things being challenging and having to keep learning and having to keep finding the good in all of this, do you think that you find it difficult when things are too either easy, calm, yeah. comfortable? It's like an addiction. You create right? shit. Yeah, you do. I want You're like, do we create drama. the drama? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Do we do we self perpetuate some some of the situations to make it a bit more complicated because that's far easier than things being straight lines? No, try and find to, a curly perm in there. No, I've learned right. You know, enjoy the good bits because you know it's yeah. you know you just yeah. got to enjoy the journey, right? Oldest, yeah. oldest saying in the book about the journey, yeah, not yeah. the destination. Like, where are you going? You're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So let's really figure out the way there, shall we? Not to do it yeah, quickly, yeah. but just have a good time on the way. Yeah. I was saying to someone the other day, genuinely, if I get hit by a bus tomorrow, I feel like I've done. I'm, I'm not disappointed. There's not huge gaps in my life. Or I feel like I, yeah. I've made the most of everything I could possibly have done. Is that you called know, peace? I could have, hmm? Is that is that called peace? Is that yeah, a little bit? Yeah. I don't that think about it like, of... I don't think about it like I'm at peace because I've got so much to do and I'm looking forward to. <laughs> but peace in this very no, but they're not pieces in peace out done, but just made, made peace that kind of like in this very life. moment, you're good. Yeah. Even last week, I mean, I'm still, le- you know, every day is a learning lesson. It's like, you know, I say to you about looking for the little things in every day. Every teeny thing yeah. is a learning lesson. Or, you know, yeah. the other day, and then start sort of actively looking for it. And for Instagram, I'm like, it's made me look even harder because I'm like, you know, oh, people would love that. Or, and then I'm still yeah. seeking it out. And then I'm creating it, obviously, on the other side with reels and yeah. things, trying to inspire people. So it's sort of like tuned in about five levels. I think I always say, I think in Instagram. Um, <laughs> that's just how I have to live. <laughs> so I did um I did a podcast with Dirty Motherfucker and Dawn yeah. Porter, and in both yeah, of yeah. them, um, I blurted out um that I had got fired for stealing from work when I was in the depths of my really bad years of debt. Um, yeah. I got fired for stealing. I got caught stealing at work, and I was like, oh shit, I shouldn't have said that. That's so stupid. Like what? Who's going to want to work? You know, people are just going to judge you so badly. Um, oh, my actual God. I've never been so grateful. I My direct messages just went absolutely wild with people just telling me their secrets. So all these, and mostly women, just living in complete shame with secret debts from their partners, like shuffling money around, just like me. I mean, I mm. wrote checks out of my husband's checkbook years, years ago, obviously, to myself. Mm. Like, you know... I have always felt completely like I was the actual worst person in the actual world. Yeah. And my direct messages is full of other absolute other humans who have just done the same as me and worse. And it was the most cathartic thing. It was a bit like me too, help me make yeah, yeah. you know, well, my part. You've talked it's- about it with building this world and, and building a community of people that I mean, I talked about it with uh Sherry Betty. Um and we talked about the whole thing with ADHD of like finding this community of other other um, curvy mindsets that are kind of thinking a similar way. And and I know for me in the latter understanding of that, of like, oh, my God, there's other people like me. Jesus, you fe- you spend your life feeling like a weirdo. I, I mean, know. I don't not I don't not feel like a weirdo now, but I'm happily knowing that it's a good version of a weirdo that's OK, not not the, you know, constantly feeling like you need to dim your light and I think you know it does truly feel like um that you've stepped into I mean having sort of watched over the few years you know that you've you've stepped into your lights not that you know that you've not worked you were so I'm gonna take this moment to ask you um and clearly there are many um but your earliest memory of pressing your fuck it button now it's the good fuck it button. It's the saying no to fear, shame, judgment, overthinking. Not the reckless one. Fuck it. Oh <laughs> I don't God. care. 
you would obviously may not have known but, you were doing it at the time, but something that you consciously decided to could have been a small thing or a big thing. Oh, back at youth club camp when Dad ran the church youth club camp, I let Ian yeah. Brady come in the girls' <laughs> tent. Yeah. Ian Brady. I got sent home in shame. My <laughs> labelled a slut. Yeah, that was probably the first time. It's probably the first time. No, it probably wasn't the first time I got labelled a slut. <laughs> the least memory of maybe. Oh well. So what? So so what? So what? What was it? What the? Where was the fuck it moment? Like, and what did that feel like? Were you? So you were consciously so liberating. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you're doing, so, you know, you're going to get into trouble. I mean, you can yeah. remember those things as children, right? That feeling, yeah, yeah. And you're doing it anyway. It's a bit slightly different as an adult, isn't it? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's as simple as I knocked the spaghetti over in the cupboard. You know, the stupid spaghetti holder, and all yeah. the spaghetti fell out of the cupboard, and I just went, well, shut the door on it. <laughs> Doesn't exist. It's dead to me. It's dead to me. I live on my own. My mum's not coming to clear it up. She's died. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now and again, I'm like, am I an actual adult? Am I allowed on my own? I shouldn't be. I certainly shouldn't have been allowed to have kids. I don't know. <laughs> well, I want to be an adult, but not like a real adult, you know? Not like... a real adult. Not an actual grown-up professional adult. Oh, so professional adult. You, if you were to try and think of, uh, what would be the biggest fuck it? I mean, was the big fuck it coming back? Was the big fuck it the bus? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was the whole... The way I did it, I think, leaving my... <laughs> I mean, there's one thing, leaving your husband. There's another thing, making such a song and dance about it and, you know, trolling, you know, that was... I couldn't... And there was no other way of doing it. It was sort of like... I mean, it was a very royal plaster to rip off. Yeah. It was... That was... That was... I don't know. That was fuck it. What else can I do? Like, I bought the bus. <laughs> I got the bus and then I was like, oh, shit, what have I done? Um, well, so was that the point that you then so was the bus find the bus when you got the bus the bus was and were you already separated from your husband at that point separated but we were living in the same house so okay. then um and Oscar was coming up graduation from high school and it was about in about eight months time and I and I was sort of like you know when Oscar finished high school like what's going to happen and I'd already started to feel the call to come home and I was like I don't want to just get on the plane you know and go home that just seems really boring and then I went out for a really angry hike we uh, there's the hikes would vary in in joy mood this was an angry want to kill my ex-husband living in the same house it's a really difficult hike so he stomped yeah. to the top of this mountain and then on the way back I saw a an old greyhound bus that had been done up into a camper and I was like oh my god fuck me look at that bus then we sped off the road had a look at it and uh, I went oh my god imagine what I could do with this bus this Imagine what I could do with a bus like that. So I was like, apart from anything else, I could live in it and not have to live in the same house as my ex because it was just brutal. And um, we got home that night. She dropped me off at home, my mate, and I was sitting on the sofa. I didn't know where everybody was. I was on my own in the house. There was a huge storm, massive storm. And um, I was stoned. I'd had a joint and a gin and tonic. And then this, we lived in a forest and this huge tree, 150-year-old tree, fell in the storm and clipped the house and fell between me and the neighbour. Like, I would be dead if it had fallen on the house. The sound, I can't even tell you to this day, it will haunt me forever. And I went, it's a sign, I've got to buy the bus. Anyway, I didn't end up <laughs> buying that bus. But the following yeah. week, I ran into someone and they knew someone who knew someone. And I got the number and it was Susie. And I called and did... this guy and I was like, I've heard you got a bus. So he sent me the pictures. I went, okay, this is my Instagram. This is what I want to do with the bus. I have no money. He said, I'll give you a month. So I went, I love you. Thank you. Bye. I'll be back in touch. And I crowdfunded the bus in the net in a month in a month. So you put in that storm when you went out for your walk. You put the intention out there, and then the universe right. sent you. It just yeah. shows you, doesn't it? It's... Yeah. And I think you know this idea of freedom. That I mean, I know, I always consider myself a free spirit, and what I thought was I physically needed to be free, but actually I've realised it's free of mind but mm. I mean you in that moment gave yourself both didn't mm. you? you kind of like yeah. you it give was, yourself physical and literal freedom so what so, so 
let's talk about that then the what is that feeling of ultimate fuck it like how 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 does it feel so good but so awful at the same time oh darling sorry no no god don't apologize thinking about what that felt like driving away so I got the bus and then I set about planning the tour and getting sponsors. And then on the family calendar was like the 21st of June, mum leaves. That was what was written on the calendar. And so although we'd been separated for a year and a half, nearly two years at that point, it was still like agonising. So I'm having, I'm having, I've got, I had five months to really get the sponsorship, sort the bus out, get the tour out, pack up the house, say my goodbyes. <laughs> And I'm trying to get myself pumped up for the tour because I'm bloody terrified. And of course, my husband's getting sadder and sadder and my son's sort of like, so I'm trying to get myself going. And, and then half of Portland turned out to wave me goodbye. You know, I parked the bus outside Gosh, the house. That's the like, again, it's that kind of excitement and scared yeah, thing, feeling, isn't it? It's almost that ultimate. It yeah. was so dramatic. Yeah. And I parked the bus, loaded up the bus with my bits and then in the morning of leaving like half of Portland turned out and then so everyone's here waving flags and cheering and then my husband and son are just standing there in absolute pieces because I was leaving and I had to drive the bus away from them standing there and it was oh I screamed I literally just screamed I screamed I really shouldn't cry I just had my lashes done (laughs) um Oh my god, I screwed. I don't know how I got down the hill. My poor friend, um, who was with me, she just was like, Baby, God, turn the wheel. You've got to turn the wheel. We're stuck in the middle of the road. We've got to turn the wheel. I was like, "Ah." And actually, do you know what? We drove for about 200 miles and then we got to a campsite. And I remember you might have watched the video. I was sitting in the toilet at the campsite, just going, I literally just left my whole life. I left my son, I've left my all these friends, I've left this life I've built for myself. I've literally got on a bus and driven away from it all. It was a mad feeling. The difficult thing, I guess, at that stage is you know why you've done it and mm-hmm. you have this gut feeling that it's the right thing. But at that moment, you've not made the new memories yet. So you've no. just got the old ones. So you're in that almost limbo of complete mm. exhilaration. And as you say it, I mean, it is that whole feeling of fear and excitement are like they're dynamite, but they have mm-hmm. that same belly feeling of like, like it's powerful, isn't it? And it's, mm-hmm. but, but, and you don't, you haven't, we don't always find out the learnings of why. I mean, I've now got bloody all my mantras as tattoos. My kids are horrified about that as well. But one of them is everything happens for a reason. And, Oh my it's god, it's just, so does. You just so don't does. know. You just don't know always know straight away. And I think you followed your gut and it's mm-hmm. obviously playing out to be right. the most amazing thing. And not that's what not every, not everyone can do that. And I think, you know, I do think that that you are um that's what you signify, I think, for a lot of people, that ultimate connection to your gut. And mm. it's when people say brave to you, it's just you listen. For me, it's like, you're really impulsive. People say to me, well, oh, you're really impulsive. I'm like, no, I just really trust my gut. I don't yeah. have to question it. If it says do that, I just do it. And it looks like recklessness, but it's not. It's people just always want an it. answer. And like you yeah. say, I think, you know, people always want a quick fix or a quick answer these days. And yeah, sometimes yeah. it's just not like that. And sometimes you don't know. Oh. It's really funny. There's a, every time the bus broke down was when I had a, I had a series of... Um, co-pilots through the thing lots of it I was by myself going back every mile I drove I felt better and stronger and stronger and Mm. stronger and stronger um but every time every time somebody came I had people fly from the UK my sister came from the UK all the way to Texas never been to America left her kid behind came for this epic road trip we broke down the whole time every time without fail someone visited me we didn't go anywhere and I was like fuck Susie you know could you not go somewhere we've got people here and then I realized that's why you've not gone anywhere 
they're here to support me because you've broken down like yeah, it yeah. just depends how you want to look at it right it's, just... it, absolutely and and the thing is is that not <laughs> like for me I, I'm like, I can kind of like we're through a screen I mean this is now why I wish the fucking train strike hadn't happened we were stood next to each other because it's like that energy but you you know I had a breaky through the screen it's the same thing you can feel energy through a screen and I think um, it's that isn't it it's that it's that that you want this is that what I want to give everyone it's what you want to give everyone it's that it's that feeling oh, it's like classic it's the kind of like this the letting go it's the trust it's the believing in yourself it's the knowing the learn and taking the learning it does not mean life's gonna be perfect as you've said like the bus broke down this happened that happened shit's always gonna happen you can't control that as you said earlier but you can control how you deal with it and mm. that's how the mindset thing is so important of like you have a choice for me, that's the it. That's it. life that's is it. short, fuck it. That is my ultimate mantra of life. Life is short, fuck it. And so you I can think waste the, um, energy overthinking and it just doesn't change anything. I think a lot of people, I often get asked, you know, what is it? What's the, what, what do most people say to you? And I'm like, the most, the most common thing people say to me is I give you permission. I give them permission to do things. Yeah. And permission that can be amazing thing. wear a sequin cardigan, put spots with leopard print. Before I left, um, and it, it kept coming back this permission that we give each other and I you know and all the permission that we and getting in your own way and I, you know my husband used to do it to himself I'm like you're fucking cock blocking yourself through life yeah, yeah. Like, likewise I, have... I can't I can't I can't I can't okay yeah. if this is what you want how do I get there yeah yeah how do I get there not I can't yeah. how am I gonna if this is what you want figure out work backwards how do you get there and it might be a 10-year plan but uh, I realised the other but day. Do you think that's the? Sorry to. Do you think that's the straight line thinking versus the outside the box thinking? Do you think that's the difference that some people find that harder? I don't know. Yeah, of course, some people find it hard. Some people find the small. I think this is what I've learned. Also, is that you'd be amazed what it, the things people live with and things people go through and still yeah. get out of bed in the morning, I find hum, hum, humbling, humbling. Yeah. I had this amazing, um, I started at CrossFit um, when I first moved to America. I was like, right, what shall I do? Where shall I go? And so I wandered into this gym and picked it because they were playing Eye of the Tiger. Anyway, they did <laughs> teenage classes. There's a whole family went to my gym and, uh, Absolutely smashing family, super fun. Two daughters, teenage. One was uh, one was eleven, one was a little bit younger. And they'd only been going about three weeks. And their eldest daughter had epilepsy, and they put her to bed. Perfectly normal evening. Went to wake her up in the morning, and she died in the night. A huge shock. She was eleven. I mean, I I met her twice. Um, and Johnny and Jenny, her parents, and Scarlett, her sister. I mean, it was just devastating, and the whole gym was devastated. And CrossFit, when something happens or somebody dies they do a memorial workout and so I was invited to go to this memorial workout there was um 250 people in this warehouse doing this workout for Olivia and, and I just kept looking over in the corner it was so hot it's the most brutal workout and you just can't complain because their child's just died you just yeah, got yeah. plow through it and every time I was like really struggling with the workout I'd look over and see them in the corner and they're doing burpees and I'm like your fucking kid just died and then I became very close to them over the next few years. Every time I had having a bad day or something really shitty had yeah. happened, somehow Johnny or Jenny would pop into my day. They'd either comment yeah, yeah. on a post or I'd bump into them in the street or someone Just a would reminder. mention them yeah. and I'd go, you, shut the fuck up and get yeah, on. Yeah. If they can get out of bed every day when their child has died or their sister has died, you get on, you know? Mm. I think, I, I mean, you've just literally just explained my life. I think it's just, that was, yeah. I mean, Your brother. Everyone knows. I mean, my brother died when he was eight. I was 14. And and to be honest with you, like my aunt, you know, what we've talked about of kind of like the, and the whole fuck it, that's where the fuck it button really comes from. Because really after that, I was listening to another podcast the other day and yeah. someone was talking about their sister dying. And after that, nothing's ever as bad. I've been bankrupt. I've all sorts of shit have gone, have gone on. There's many, loads of mini traumas after after that. But nothing was ever, and my husband never understood when I went bankrupt. He's like, you know, this is awful. I'm like, no, it's not. It's really not. Who gives a fucking shit? It's but money. But it was That's the worst the thing to him. It was yeah. the worst thing to him. 
but after my brother had died like nothing's ever got close to nothing. like everything's you know you'd and like as you say that family it's like that's the juice you use to fuel everything yeah, else. and I've somehow you know I'm out there sharing my darkest shame with people and it's yeah. made me feel a thousand times better yeah, and yeah. I've helped other people like I don't know yeah. I got um I got described as a divorce influencer while I was on the tour. It's so funny. So <laughs> in the RV park, picture if you will. Um, I rolled into the RV park in a pink and green leopard print 35-foot yeah. vintage motorhome. Anyway, at the RV park, it's around 5.36 o'clock, sundown. Everybody comes out with a little cocktail and a sippy cup to take the for a walk. And everyone's a little yeah. trump around. It's a little social out. It's an RV park thing. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, of course, everybody wants to come and, you know, ask me what I'm up to and go say hello. So the couples couples will wander over and the, the men will go, oh, I like your bus. What is it? And I go, oh, it's a 1983 Bluebird Wonder Lodge. <laughs> and they're all like, oh, I would like to see inside. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I wow the men with my... Uh, my knowledge Your technical knowledge and ability. <laughs> yeah and they try to test me they're all like so what engine is it uh, 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 and I'm like ping 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 and they're like all right okay <laughs> and then the wives go so what are you doing so this is what I'd say to everyone I would go, I go what the curls well, made out of <laughs> yeah no the wives are like what you know but what are you up to so I'm like well I've just left my husband um of 20 years and I am driving around America to um throwing events and trying to encourage and empower women to step out of their comfort zone and embrace their confidence in middle age and um masturbate more and so the husbands the wives like high five me <laughs> and then the husbands go get away from her get away from her don't get ideas crazy British woman so but then I was in I was in Tennessee the day the queen died and um all day they were lining up at the door everyone was coming to offer me my their condolences it's actually quite sweet it was like all the americans were like weeping and crying and i was like okay we're not related. and then they were all like <laughs> hugging me randomly in the shower block i was like right everyone i didn't actually know her no because <laughs> well, you're home. such a queen they thought that you we must be <laughs> so so we've talked about your earliest memory and we've talked about your biggest fuck it I don't do regrets, but with the knowledge you now have, are there any moments from the past that you wish you'd given yourself that permission? Because the fuck it burn is the permission to live, as we've discussed. Yeah. Is there a moment that now you know you wish you had? Like a sliding doors of like how you now could see that might have been different. Not in a regretful way, but just to kind no. of hindsight. No. 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 Fuck it. We just have it all. Yeah. Brilliant. Because I can't, I don't know. Yeah, no, nothing. <laughs> Good. Well, that's amazing. That's amazing. Here, yeah, like you can't this, change it. No, of course yeah. not. Um, and with everything that you have on now, I mean, it's incredible, really, how, not not surprising, just incredible, like too different. It's not, I think um, everything that we have right now is meant to be ours and, and, and whatever's going to come for you will come. I mean, like not in a bad way, it's going to come for you, like like chase you down the street. But, you know, that it's going to that, you know, is meant to be. But is there is there a moment? Is there a moment sort of moving forwards that you kind of. You hope you well, you will not you hope that you, you know, you're kind of future fuck it buttons. That oh, you're my kind God. Of looking forwards to. to I don't know. It you know. That... It's funny because um, I've got now I've got like an agent and I've got a PR company and it's all like. Oh, Listen, like, we're lucky right. to get you on here right now. She won't even be talking to us this time. No, <laughs> do you know what? I said um, <laughs> I've I've always said yes to every podcast because yeah. I always it's like free therapy because I'm busy yeah, yeah. answering away. <laughs> I, get off and I, go, I, I have a, I have a breakthrough in every podcast. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. free therapy. And I yeah, love yeah. it. I love it. And I yeah. it helps I, I it helps get the word out. Like I'm not yeah. I'm like the worst influence in the world. If you're a brand listening, probably never actually employ me because that is not what I want to do. I mean, it's been it's always a struggle, right? With between yeah. gotta pay the yeah. bills. It's all very well being, you know, minister yeah. of masturbation, but birds gotta pay the bills. <laughs> so it's always tricky. Um how to get the you know but I spread the word right, you know? your way to financial uh... <laughs> to richness but people keep so now everybody's all like you know so what um so what's what's the big plan 
And I'm like, I don't know. And I remember somebody interviewing me before I left on the tour and they said, when you get to New York, um, how will you know that the tour was a success? I was like, um, I mean, I, even using I'll the word. there. <laughs> yeah, I'll get there. But also like the word success, I was like, I don't, what, what do I need? I don't qualify things like that. It's literally one message at a time. It's one of these yeah. direct messages. Do you know what? I'm actually going to read you one of the direct messages that I've got in the mm. last week to give you a little inkling. And this is what I live for. These are, and this, I said, like, one message like this is all I, is, is, a, is a success, is a good day's work. Yeah. Um, um, you have changed my life. I'm so confident after watching you for the last three years. I've always taken fashion risks, but now I do it without a pause. I only The only pause I take is asking myself if I need to be more. Um, I'm also just more confident in me generally. Thank you to you. Um, another one. You are fucking incredible. I've literally take you've taken me out of my middle aged slump, opened my eyes about who I used to be and what I want to be. Just keep going. Thank you so much. Finally, after an abusive marriage for 14 years, I finally spoke to a charity this morning that's going to help me. Amazing. I like I like you have a shopping addiction. I saw your story. I totally relate. I decided not to shop this year or so. What did she say? Oh, this woman was just was hiding all her money from her husband. She inherited a load of money. Um, I mean, these kind oh. of messages are—they're just fuel, aren't they? And I think—I think the key word for me that's come from this and trying to sort of, I guess, verbalize. Well, a little bit of, I guess, what you're doing. And, I, and I'm and i constantly still on a journey with understanding. I'm just writing a fuck about my book at the moment. And that kind of keeps going like, oh, oh, yeah, that's what's oh, meant to. Yeah. And as you say, you oh. just don't always know. I'm like, why am I not able to write at the moment? I'm like, I'm not meant to write yet. There's something else I was meant to learn before I'm meant to sit down. And you mm -hmm. kind of like, but I think the, the big word is permission, isn't it? Because it's not trying, yeah. you're not trying to change people. You're not trying to tell them. You're just you've said it from what people have said it's permission and that's what so, I believe is the key to helping people because right if you do it for them they'll never learn but the permission for them. them to be them show that's show don't I'm tell like, yeah I'm showing what's possible what I try to do is show what's possible like you know yeah. prance around in a burger freaking bikini in the middle of South London on a January like who cares like it's just funny um, yeah. it's hilarious actually it's why we, it was actually very amusing while I was doing that I was just um, we were waiting for somebody passing by and this woman came by and she went you need to have some confidence love you need to like really get out there I'm like I'm standing here in a bikini on the side of the road and it's amazing she's going come on love give it some <laughs> she was bringing yeah. the ketchup she was bringing the sauce <laughs> I'm like it's so funny yeah, my friend was laughing. She's like, she has not realised who she's talking to. I was like, it's just hilarious. I've got it on video. I keep meaning to post it. Like, just brilliant. So, what was your last question? I was going to say something. Were well, we talking about permission? We're talking about permission. Oh, yeah. When I left on the tour, my plan yeah. had been I had a whole strategy for the events. And as I met women, I had these permission slips drawn up, like typed, like I'll hold schools permission like a, a model and, um permission strip <laughs> yeah my uh you know or, uh, uh he's forgotten his gym kit i give him permission not to oh, be yeah, or whatever <laughs> or going on the school trip you know your mum is yeah, yeah. your yeah. signature he hasn't done his homework but yeah yeah um i was going to ask every woman that i met on the road to fill out a form what would you give yourself permission give yourself one permission what would it be yeah yeah and i just thought that would be so fascinating across yeah. all the different states all the different women i'd meet because every single woman's permission to themselves then yeah. in turn if you share that with other people then that in yeah. turn gives them permission to do it too there's this amazing like tree of people women giving themselves fucking permission well, to do permission, their yeah to do their thing and i think it's because actually remember better dolly uh, broke back uh, dirty blonde she said about affirmations the other day of like trying to work out what you know and not that you borrow someone's affirmations because it's 
but it's as you say it's like I then said oh this is the ones actually I'm working with based on someone that's helping me at the moment she's like oh my god yeah that's it and you just sometimes you just need to hear it it's not you're not being influenced you're just being reminded some sometimes the things we hear is reminders isn't it it's it's not you know you're not necessarily trying to be anyone else but you just need reminding of of why and what you are but Mm. so just um I would just want to ask you sort of in closing up a little bit um if you were going to advise our next guest why they should press their fuck it button and what it feels like what advice would you give oh my god push it at every opportunity you get because as scary as it might feel will almost certainly bring you a learning even if it's not the deepest joy the biggest prize the thing you thought you wanted if you just throw your just throw caution to the wind just just try it it could be the smallest fucking thing the biggest thing it could be a life-changing decision to, to leave your husband it could be a I'm just gonna wear spots and stripes in my <laughs> outfit today it could be yeah. do you know what I'm gonna fucking get out of bed I'm gonna go down the road yeah. I'm gonna meet yeah. a friend for coffee like it can be it doesn't have to be something massive no guarantee you you will feel it's better to feel something than nothing at all and not take a risk yeah um because it's just that's called living the feeling bit well we regret the things that we don't do not the things we do don't we really every damn time I wrote a poem the other day and doing some of these stepping out of comfort zone at these writers nights and it was a fuck it poem I mean I'm calling it a poem I'm not sure sure it was a poem but (laughs) one of the lines was I'm going to wear sequins to Audi. Fuck it. And I'm just like, it's that whole thing, isn't it? It's like, whatever, whatever is good for you. It's the, Absolutely. It's, it's it's as long as you're not seeking or doing it for seeking external validation and you're doing oh, it for no. your, but I am yourself. Concerned. The, bus I, the bus I talked about earlier, if I get hit by a bus, I'm completely fine with it. I'm like, only fine with it if I'm wearing a good outfit. <laughs> if I go down <laughs> looking like shit, I'm going to be really annoyed. <laughs> 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 oh dear. well it's a great advice Lou I think um you know it, it kind of feels like your journey or the well, you know obviously the journey's continuing but you know it's just a whole next chapter um that's exploding for you at the moment and you know everything that you have and that's coming to you you deserve and is meant to be yours and you mustn't mm, ever you. ever um kind of question that it's um we don't always know what's coming as you've said but you've given yourself permission and I think in doing that the first thing's pressing the fuck it button but then I mean I call it the power button and you know every person's got a fuck it button but no two people person's the same and it's not just the impact on you when you press the fuck it button it's the impact on everyone else around you and Mm. I think that's what you're feeling now of that kind of it's just coming back to you. You're only getting back what you've been putting out. So you utterly yeah, deserve nice, it. That's nice, isn't it? It's just about it's nice, ev- that's exactly. life. You, it's about every day you get out of it, what you put in it. If you sit and you moan and hang around in the negative, then guess what? That's, that's what you're going to get. Yeah. I used so, to play this poor game with my poor husband. It's a completely invisible game that he never realised I played, which was how long will he take to ask me how I am? And he'd come in from his long, awful day at work, get off the train, and probably was delayed, broken down. He walks through the door. I just put Oscar to bed. He'd walk in right in the middle of Emmerdale Farm, which was always really annoying. <laughs> and then and then start talking. And then I would play a game and time him to see how long he asked, it took for him to ask me how my day was. Yeah. And this went on for a very long time. Then I realised the poor fucking man, I mean, I'm not defending him because really, should you need telling, but also... You know, I didn't even tell him he was playing the game. All I was doing is waiting for him not to do something. I mean, what a what a destructive game to play with myself when you didn't even tell him he was even played. It's stand a chance. <laughs> I was waiting for him to no, I was probably more I don't remember, but I was probably up dead annoyed if he did ask me. I'm like, oh, all right. It's ruined my game. The game's finished early. Ruin the game. Well, what a way to live. <laughs> I mean, like, my mate the other day is moaning about her husband. And she and she was doing the same thing. I went, stop it. He just we were having a girls' weekend. And I was there. He just came in and room full of girls and talked about vibrators and getting laid for half an hour. I would say that's I would say that's pretty cool, actually. Why yeah. don't you do that instead of what he didn't do? Why don't you hold on to the fact that? Yeah, well, that I is. think that we see we might be always quite intimidated by that, or yeah, I think we see what some you know we sometimes when we focus too much on what we don't have, 
And I think, I guess, again, that's another lesson, really, isn't it? It's the gratitude for what we do. And then whatever else, whatever else hasn't come is not meant to be yours. But um, mm. thank you so much, Lou. It's been so great to talk to you. And you say that it was um, that these podca- uh, doing these podcasts is therapy for you. But, you know, I I also always get something out of this. And I just it's so great. But it's it, being able to share and hear other people's stories, because I think, you know, we all give each other permission as well. And it's just being able to listen to those those signs, isn't it? So thank mm. you so much. And and everyone, thank go you. check out Susie. And, and um, <laughs> can't wait to see what happens next with Lou and Lou Land. Who knows? Stay tuned. Fuck it. <laughs> Life is short. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We hope that some of what you've heard today has inspired you to live in the present, focus on the joy and know that you've only got one life. So fuck it. Press your fuck it button and join the revolution. Thank you.